0: American dream is not dead. Listen to Neil and Jeff share their leadership experiences through a new kind of leadership podcast. This is The American Hustle.
1: I'm leveled up. And this is my world. Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever, however, you are joining us. This is The American Hustle, where we believe the American dream is not dead. That's right. It means. To us, that you have the mobility and ability to advance, change, pivot, whatever you may need to do in your life with a little bit of sacrifice and a little bit of hustle, a little bit of grit. My name is Neil with SFJ4x4.com, and I'm joined in studio by Jeff, the producer and uh, the italian stallion and he was ready to go he i am ready i'm go. ready
0: to go because this episode we're going to talk about who you know and in the past we've kind of touched a little we bit have. on this uh, in networking
1: one of my favorite things is the the, the, the who are your five yeah right one of those that was one of my previous episodes and as a mantra for life it's uh you know who are your five uh, absolutely and and so we have touched on but it's one of those things that is so important to talk about because we're gonna we're gonna approach it from a networking standpoint. Absolutely. I heard you say that, and
0: and I think we're gonna break it down as to why it's important and how you should use networking, not just the general definition of it.
1: Yeah, and and if this is your first time joining us, understand that uh, Jeffrey and I, you know, gather almost every Monday uh, prior to our flagship podcast. Uh, I speak Jeep. If you're into automotive. Uh, you know, if you have automotive inclinations, you should go check that out. Wildly successful um, Jeep off-road and automotive podcast. We, But Jeffrey and I get in here and we talk about what the SFJ 4x4 difference is, what makes us uniquely us, and we share with you in an organic conversation um, our experiences and, and the combined 40 years of, of what I like to say, failing forward. Absolutely. And so, you know, approaching subjects, um, that have been talked about, that have been shared, but from our perspective and in a manner that, um, ideally has less inflated talking head talking points. Absolutely. And you know,
0: if if this is your first time listening after you're done listening to this episode, go in, like, subscribe, check out some of our past episodes. And then also, uh, one thing that we really like to do is at the end of the episode we have the quote of the week. Yes. So stay tuned for that.
1: My favorite part, and we'll tell you how to get involved with the podcast as well because we do love hearing from our listeners and um, you know making sure that we're talking about relevant subjects and topics that uh, that you're you know that you're wanting to hear about. So stay tuned and 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 you know hunker down with us for the next you know half an hour or so, and we can unpack some of this networking conversation.
0: So let's start with that. What What is the importance of networking? What is networking? Yeah, let's, let's break it down a little bit. You
1: suggested the topic, and I, I thought, yeah, let's do that. Because quite frankly, I feel like uh, it is one of the aspects that I both uh, excel at, but currently am incredibly weak at. And so I say that in the sense that in a, in a previous life, when I was employed in other occupations, I utilized uh n- you know the concept of your network establishes your net worth right? absolutely and so I, I utilized, almost grabbed
0: that as a quote of the week I'm, I'm so sure. glad I didn't yeah right okay good
1: good All right let me throw that cat out of the bag um, oh well and Neil ruined the quote of the week at this point so uh, I utilized uh as I a, as a come up I came right out of college and and honestly I did a ton of networking I was involved in a bunch of different groups i I uh, you know, at that level, you can easily mix the the term socials or mixers or small business, young pr- business professionals, you, you know, whatever, um, into the conversation. And then in the professional realm, we like to call them, you know, we like to call them networking events. Yeah. And uh, I found myself living and working in Pittsburgh. Um, and it was a fantastic experience. And I was on the move constantly within different networks where I was meeting uh, individuals who we could potentially share resources and ideas, commonalities, differences, uniqueness, things that would possibly support each other's uh, businesses or objectives.
0: And I I too have been to a, a lot of those networking events. And I, I want to bring this up because I think this is very critical to the conversation. When you go to a networking event, are you going there and just saying hi, getting a name and shaking hand of every single person at the event? Or are you spending a more focused approach where you find a couple people that are like-minded and you can have longer conversations, more in-depth conversations with those individuals? You
1: know what, Jeffrey, I think that that is a fantastic question that will help separate why this conversation, why this podcast is, is important or special because <clears throat> people are going to talk about, Hey, why you should be going to these things. Absolutely. Right. And, uh, and to unpack your question right there of what your objective should be, how should you approach the the networking event? Right. Yeah. Um, which is ultimately in a little bit, uh, one of the reasons that, um, that it's fallen off my plate in the last few years, right? Is, is trying to utilize my time best, yeah. right? Because to your credit, to the conversation you just you just said, when I was going, I was constantly disappointed by the guy looking over my shoulder. And I say that meaning you would start a conversation with somebody, right? And you'd find, you know, typically maybe there's a mutual acquaintance there, somebody you-ish know. And I, I had so many good experiences. I'm, I'm really uh, passionate about this subject. And I found myself as I got into broader groups, bigger idea groups, um, and uh, some of them, you know, I don't want to, self-improvement, personal development, political by nature, things like that. I found myself being exposed to people who would shake my hand obligatorily. Yes. And be looking over my shoulder to the next person that they were going to, uh, you know, that they were looking to meet. Who in the room? They were scanning the room to see who was of more value for this 30 seconds interaction. Absolutely. Right. And that pissed me off. Yep. I found myself in a number of situations where I was just. Disappointed in my experience. Now, I would have these tremendously enriching experiences where I would meet somebody, one or two individuals within this organization, who I would just jive with, and we would exchange contact information, and felt like we could be a our our newfound relationship could be a benefit to each other. Yeah. But the reality of the situation is the guy who would shake my hand and then look around the room at the same time, just irked me so badly that it put a poor taste in my mouth which then has to this point had has created a, a, you know in me to go hey you know what this isn't a priority attending these networking events isn't a priority because quite frankly I don't need to waste my time on the five people who shake my hand and look around the room
0: yep so I'm going to uh, just to answer the question in my own perspective yes I'm going to tell you that the answer is both okay and the answer is both for two reasons one you're building your reputation. Mm-hmm. You're getting to know people that you've never met, so you are gonna have those brief interactions, and you should have those brief interactions with a vast majority of those people. Speed dating, during those speed dates,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: as you're putting it, that's a great term.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, it's how I used to. It's you. It's how I used to conceptualize, and we'll unpack that in a second. Yeah. So I don't want to dur- interrupt
0: you. During those speed dates, you do want to take the time to figure out where your connections are going to be and now you're going to make your solid connections Mm -hmm. so you've you're starting to build your reputation you're building solid connections and then after the event you're going to do your Mm follow-up and you're going to have your extended connections and that is how you can actually solidly build a network sure and then you're going to run into some of these people at future events Mm -hmm. happens all the time You may not even realize it multiple times. It just happened to me, and we were talking about that prior to the show. Uh, But the importance of making those connections early, Mm -hmm. and then as you continually interact, you start building a more in-depth connection. And over time, it can become a lifelong friendship. It can be a lifelong partnership. Absolutely. Many different things that are going to greatly benefit yourself, your business, but also the person you made that connection with.
1: Yeah, and I think that... What I, I think I'm hearing you say, uh, and and hopefully you'll you'll give me some feedback here, is that the concept of casting a wide net, is that what you're you're sharing? Is that you're casting a wide net and then you can kind of pick the fish? You know, once you reel that net in, then you can kind of pick the fish you specifically want and throw the rest back. Is that?
0: Yes and no. Okay. So I think it's important that we talk about the fact that when you cast a wide net, you don't necessarily throw all the other fish back. Mm-hmm. But you maybe keep a couple as pets versus the rest are as food. Okay, you're not. You don't want to burn down the bridges. You don't want to just throw them away and ignore them. Mm-hmm. They're still there. They're still a value to you. Okay, you may not know what that value is at this time. Sure, but you know, five years from now, you've been at ten different events together over the five years. Sure. Now you find a, a actual beneficial connection between the two of you. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you would have just thrown that fish away that first time. 10 years down the road, five years down the road, when you realize that you could have used their connection or their expertise in something, you have no relationship there.
1: Sure. I think that what you are suggesting is authentically or organically the appropriate approach to networking. And I think that I have a more uh, jaded or biased perspective at this point Um. Because I think that our listeners would really benefit from what you're saying. Whereas I have uh, turned inward for uh, self and personal development and then uh, self uh, and, and personal development of my immediate social group just beyond my, my hula hoop, just beyond my, my, my reach. right? And so I think that at one time I was more... Um, more of the mindset that like hey we need to have 20 people in the room two of them i was going to establish a really great relationship with 16 i was going to kind of keep in in their their business card if you will in my bifold you know in my rolodex yeah and two were not going to be of any use just because we were in different markets or who knows what and
0: and sometimes it is because of uh you you recognize that they're just not a good person character and that's that's sure. okay those ones you do want to just get away from
1: sure sure sure
0: um but to your credit of what you're saying it's the same concept you may not actually benefit from those people but you may be able to put them in connection with somebody else that could
1: well and that's what I'm that's what i feel like at a, a point in my life that's what exactly i was uh, i used to joke and and I will use the term speed dating and I also use the term matchmaker because I was actively involved in being a matchmaker within networking and right? that's
0: to say that's what networking is
1: to say hey you know what I um I can't benefit you directly in this relationship but you know what I know somebody else might in fact I responded to a friend privately today again I, it just is part of how my approach has been I saw him communicate with somebody on social media in a public Manner. I actually sought to support. Uh, So I saw individual A, uh, you know, engage individual B. I'm mutually acquainted to both of them. Um, I I like both of them as as businessmen and individuals. And uh, I responded also in kind to business person B. You know, and I said, "Hey, you know what? I, I love what you're doing on social media. Keep up the the hard work. Uh, the presence is great, yeah. right?" And then I side text businessman A, right, the one who I saw re- originally reach out. And I said, "Hey, do you uh, you ever you work closely with with businessman B?" And he was like, "Well, you know, kind of a little bit." And I said, "You know what? Honestly, he's a great person to learn from. Like, take the time, get to know him." and 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 learn some of what he's putting out into the world because he's so private that uh, other people would be completely unaware of what he brings to the table. Yeah. Right. But his he's such a sound businessman and he too is so uh, intro introspective if you will yeah that you wouldn't you wouldn't know that he's as good of a businessman as he is right you just and so that's you, that's the definition of networking that is a
0: hundred percent exactly yeah. what networking is it's not about just benefiting yourself but benefiting those around you
1: and I think that that it's important that we make that uh, distinction to say in our our program today we're talking both about large-scale community networking events. But also this interaction I had with these individuals who it was a little more private. It's a little more authentic. Yeah. It was intended to really build up both of these guys. Um and uh, you know, and so I think that there's that's where I'm more at these days versus going to the the big social mixer. Yeah. Um but I I can tell you from my current my current standpoint, I feel like I need to be be more social these days. I feel that I need to go back into some of these um, networking events, right? And so... I think I
0: think it's important
1: that every,
0: you know, if you're you used to do it a lot, you kind of fall out of it. That's okay. But every so many years, go back and get updated with the community around you in those network events.
1: Right. And, and so some of the challenge on a personal level was I was living in a more... Um, more dense, densely populated area. Yeah, Obviously where our headquarters is, is is more rural America. Um, And ultimately the opportunity for large community networking events is less. Equally, our, our parent company is such a niche market business that oftentimes your traditional community networking events are not the best use of our time because we're, we're not exactly a, a small town or a hometown business. While we're proud of the hometown in small town America, not exactly our business focus, our market.
0: No, but it comes back to that, uh, being able to make those connections for other people and it builds your your levels of integrity, your reputation. And I, I mean, I can tell you that I was just talking with a, a very reputable singer in, in Erie, PA, and they were... Talking to me about how their new band is working and that they uh, the the vocals they need help with their vocals specifically when they're playing songs that have a lot of repetitive vocals okay. it, it tears up their vocal cords okay and I suggested to them hey have you ever thought about getting a loop pedal their response was they have no idea where to even start with that mm. you know what I have very little experience with that but I know somebody that does why don't you reach out to this person sure and that's where they're at they're they're reaching yeah. out to that person they're they're working together and making somebody's life better that had absolutely zero benefit to me sure it was just because of my ability to network that i had that connection already
1: and i and and if we can go back to the kind of the initial uh, you know launch of of today's program the idea that networking can be as simple as just community building, um, you know, within, within the people, you know, and that's really what that, that comes I, down yes. to is there's no direct benefit for you. It's, it's kind of passing through that process. And ultimately it didn't take a ton of time, energy or investment from you. No. Right. Um, and so I was, uh, I was going to elaborate on the speed dating. So the, at some point in time, and of course, when I'm attending these networking events is... Uh, Within, you know, within reality, we're talking about 2000. And and so I start, I'm I'm an above average attending and community involved individual in high school. Okay. I am legitimately involved in uh, community leadership programs. I had some fantastic opportunities to get involved in things that most teenagers don't get involved in. So I'm exposed to a lot of these types of activities and events um, at a very, very young age. Yeah. And I remember meeting very good community leaders at that time who I felt uh, were were quote unquote good to me. And that made me look at them and go, hey, you know what? I value what you're bringing to the table. And so when other people would, you know, ba ba bah about who did what in the local community, I'd be like, you know what? I sat with that guy at a, at a luncheon and he talked about how passionate he was and his level of investment and the things that he was doing and and whatnot. And, and I think there's more to the story. So I, I see the newspaper headline. I see what you're trying to say. But I also know that this guy was pretty authentic in his delivery about, uh, or gal, was authentic about their delivery of how they're trying to build their business and their employees and their community. You yeah. Know? So... Uh, we're talking the the late '90s, realistically, and by the early 2000s, I'm I'm pretty far down the rabbit hole in schmoozing, right? Because yeah. sometimes that's what it that comes down to, uh, yeah. you know. And uh, I feel like those interactions that I was talking about, that- you know,
0: real quick, and I, I don't mean yeah, to no, cut off, cut, cut off, go the off. Go. the movie Hitch,
1: yeah, yeah, the speed
0: dating, yes. the, the the schmoozing. A lot of people think of that as a negative thing. But a lot of times those connections don't happen without some of that smoothing, as you said.
1: So and I agree entirely. And, and you and I are going to resonate each other um, because we are more of an outgoing personality and we are also more uh, globally minded, right? We, yeah. want, we want to develop the people around us in community where there are people who are like, I want to develop a skill, you know, and like there's not one or the other. Right. Um, where I'm, I'm kind of want to speak to both parties as we continue to, to talk about it today. Um, what I was sharing with the guy who's looking over the shoulder, um, you know, which is the term I use for the yeah. shaking the hands and looking elsewhere in the room. I felt like it got so, so severe by the early two thousands. I was literally involved in a group, um, that introduced speed dating. And it was basically, uh, you know, whether it was, I think it was a minute, And there was two or three questions. And the idea was that you had a bunch of young professionals. Um, It wasn't just young, but you had a bunch of, I mean, that's who a lot of people were attending, but there was a bunch of professionals. And basically you had a minute and it was supposed to be like 30 seconds. And you had these three questions. If you needed as talking points, you introduce yourself. You said kind of what you did, where you were from, blah, 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 blah. And then the, you know, it would ding and you would move on to the next person. And you probably did. Uh, 15 minutes of this round of this, you know what I mean? And through that 15 minutes with a 22nd break to get to your next spot or whatever, it was like, you know, 15, 20 minutes or something, you know, you got to meet 10 to 15 people. It was pretty interesting. You know what I mean? Because when I had asked you about casting the wide net, it was a more controlled way to name to face a bunch of people in the room.
0: Now, did you all do the passing of the business cards and sharing of that?
1: You know, as I look back on that, I, yeah, I I think so, that was a time when business cards, I mean, I'll be honest with you, it was kind of... Before the prominence of social media, I mean, right. social media existed. Yeah, but, but
0: business cards uh, for for a while it was like Pokemon cards. You got to collect them all.
1: You got to collect them all, and 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 that's a whole other story. We could actually probably do a a segment on the value of business cards and whether there is or isn't. You but know? as
0: far as the conversation networking goes with business cards, there is value in that, but not just collecting the business cards. Writing a personalized fact or two about the person you met with on their business card so that when you follow up, you remember that connection, and they remember you because of it.
1: So I think that's making you an effective networker. Yes. Right. And so, for the folks who are listening in uh, take note of that, because that's a that's a tool, right? That is absolutely, about, a tool. When we talk about a tool and a resource for you in these you know, in these conversations, that's a tool for you. That's a little tidbit where you want to you want to jot that note down. When, yeah. And- when you
0: make a connection, make a additional note with some personal facts about that connection, about that person. Whether it be their their kids, their yep. their hobbies, whatever it is, just something that personalizes that connection.
1: And and the world we're living in, uh that we're living in now, uh, we don't always have business cards anymore. Uh, I for one don't do not carry a business card. I actually do that intentionally. And I don't want to talk about why that's right, the right. case
0: we'll, now. Well uh, we'll use that differently. Um
1: I uh, but I think that's valuable is to say you can do that in your cell phone as well. So the idea that, um, say you, you we meet Jeffrey uh, and we go to put the name into the 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 contacts. There's
0: literally a notes field
1: in There's there. There's a notes field in there. Yep. And before there was notes fields back in the day, I would actually put a note into your name, mm-hmm. right? And so if all the time if you're not I actually a- have
0: a lot of first names and last names that are what why I know them. <laughs> sure. Uh, so back to the old school of how last names came about.
1: Yes, yep. uh, and I think that um, that would be again your kind of extension of the tool that we're offering you. You know, take that to to heart and use that in your networking at this point. Um, with that said, we did the speed dating, and then you could go, "Hey, you know what? I really want to have a, a you know a further experience with this individual," um, and afterwards. Hey, you know what? It was a really great conversation. Uh, do you want to do coffee sometime? You know, let's email, let's give a call, let's do X, Y, and Z. Hey, there's a really cool program you said that's on the horizon. Uh, I'd like to get. In, I think we could probably benefit each other. Let's get involved, you know? Or hey, did you end up talking to so and so in the room? Because I talked to them, and it sounds like you guys are doing the same thing. Yeah. you know. Um, I think there's a lot of benefit in it. Where I ran into a challenge starting my my small business um, in the in the beginning was prioritization. Now, I can authentically tell you that I was involved in a small business development group. Again, we're in rural America, so there's not a ton of opportunity to choose from. And it was of huge impact to uh, the creation of our, our flagship, our parent company, yeah. right? Um, there was fantastic resources. There were amazing mentors to be found in there. Uh, Our our accounting and financials came from that group. Uh, Small business funding helped uh, was by extension of that group. There were tons of opportunity. You know what the problem was? What's that? It fizzled out. Mm. It did not have sustainable leadership because the people who were running it effectively, because it was so good, were also other business leaders. Mm. And the challenge was, this was a fantastic powerhouse of a small business network, and it flat out fizzled out.
0: I attended a couple of those at uh, a few different locations, and it seemed like... the if, they wanted money out of you. They wanted you to buy a package to, to be involved continuously with the organization. And, See, and, and I, I never joined that.
1: I think that, that we need to make an appropriate distinction between networking events, right? Yep. And networking groups, because that's 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 that, and that has some type of dedicated individual because they're kind of making a little bit of money. They're trying to pay their bills. They're They're trying to do stuff. Whereas the best groups that I have been involved in uh, had outside funding sources or no fund or no 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 funding at all right right and I think that's really um w- a little bit of the 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 kicker because that felt like a more authentic experience yes where we were mutually benefiting all of each other um, whereas if you are attending one of the pre uh pre-created networking packages you know that's just as far as i'm concerned that's a money game there's benefit i'm sure there's there is
0: and and i'm sure that the people that use it for each other's benefit makes sense Mm -hmm. but when i was attending it did not make sense to me and today to this point still today i still wouldn't pay to go to that group
1: correct and and so I understand there's, you know, some of these groups over the years, they have like a dues or a membership fee or, a, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: I think if you're very new to networking and you're not sure how to get your feet wet, that that's a great opportunity yeah. for you. Yeah. I, I really do. I, I think that they can help you get started and get your network initially built. But if you're already willing to go out and just talk to people, mm-hmm. I don't think you need that group.
1: Yeah. So here's where... Um, you know, my storyline takes a, a takes a, a, a turn that I had not anticipated. Because of course, I'm really involved in these networking groups. Yeah, um, I can appreciate wholly the concept of you know the, the five people around you, whether that's your five business, your five family, your whatever. You know, um, I can appreciate a lot of this stuff. We even have some benefit in our own come up as a as a small business. At some point in time, I had to recognize that I only had so many hours in the day. Yep. And that as this one specific opportunity started to fizzle out, um, there were very few other quality options for me. Right. Additionally, because of the niche business, I struggled to, again, create more network opportunities, and so there was uh, some continued challenge for me. And so what I prioritized was developing skills and infrastructure within our business itself. And I feel like that became very, that became a very isolated feeling, or is very isolated. So one of the challenges for me in leadership is looking at how do we get back to networking. Yeah. Um, And as, uh, you know, honestly, people like yourself who come in and take different roles or tasks or many hands light in the work to go, how do we reprioritize establishing a broader network again, both as uh, building up individuals within the business uh, to make them as successful as possible, but also the business as a whole, Yeah, right? And so uh, that's one of been one of the the loose priorities for me over the last three years is to say, hey, we got to get back out into our community. And we've joked about this before. I call it playing golf. Yeah. I'm not a good golfer. Uh, I'm not even good at the golf outings, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I, I, I don't have a ton of interest, but there are – Outdoor and, and off road opportunities for us as a parent company. There are podcasting opportunities. Yeah. There are skills development for uh, members of our team. There are going to large scale national shows where we meet up with other individuals, um, you know, from our market. And so I have had a resurgence of, hey, you know, this post COVID world as we kind of loosened stuff. You know some of our our own regulations on our expectations in the last two to three years we've started to re-engage back into the market because I had pulled back substantially on a lot of that stuff going hey I got to build skills I got to build in-house infrastructure I got to build individuals and now I'm looking at it going okay now we're able to get out a little more
0: but the key difference is you had already established a lot of working relationships Yes, and you maintain them. Yep. You didn't establish new relationships as much, but you maintain the ones that you'd already had.
1: And and I think that you're you know you're spot on. And for folks who are listening, the challenge of a healthy business is at some point in time you got to go back out and get some more new relationships. Yes, right, because some of those old relationships people are going to age out. They're going to sell the business. They're going to you know jump ship to another company. Uh, that product is going to become irrelevant by market standards. Yep. Whatever. You can't just ride that ride into the ground. You know, you have to, you have to continue to nurture relationships. Yes. And that's really the core of networking.
0: Well, and, and honestly, um, as a a last quick talking point is I had made a note that the world is going to introduce you. You're going to, come across these connections out in the world. Mm-hmm. The question is, what do you do with those connections? Are you going to be the guy that just name drops everybody?
1: Oh, the name dropper. Ah. No. Oh, my gosh. I, You know Na- what? I find myself so irritated with the name droppers. I didn't even think about the name droppers. The name
0: dropper only gets you so far, though. Oh,
1: my gosh. They're so irritating. They are.
0: Uh, but I can oh. tell you from, a, from somebody who's been networking for years and, yes. and whether some of it was focused or just happenstance. And I, I, I full admit that a lot of it is happenstance for me, sure. but those people that name drop have come up to me. Oh, well, I'm blah, 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 this and blah, blah, blah that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. I, I know them, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, Oh, uh, but they're really cool with this because of this and that. I'm like, yeah, that's actually my, my uncle or that's sure. actually so-and-so. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, that more humbled approach to it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know who you're talking about. It's not that big a deal, but okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, and I value that. And I think that was part of my, uh, my mentality as I kind of pulled back the reins within my own approach was, uh, was exactly that. I really want to grind hard to, so that I don't need to be introduced in the, the networking events. Yeah. Right. That I don't have to be introduced, uh, uh, in, in, x y and z activity um that you know the 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 phrase that you know on the plains or or the prairie the lion doesn't have to tell the other animals that that he's the lion right and Uh, see
0: i kind of like the opposite approach yeah i like people not knowing who i am at first sure and then when that introduction happens they're like oh you're the guy that's doing this or oh you're the guy involved with that sure i like that because that tells me that my people stand in front of me sure that there's as an organization, I'm pushing everybody up, not just myself.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, it's a, it's an incredibly admirable approach. I just, uh, I just don't need to, this is part of my justification to be like, I don't need to be at the events because I'm just going to be out grinding, you know, grind hard and do what I'm supposed to be doing. um, So that when the time comes, I don't, have to do that. Correct. Now, as I've mentioned before, nothing would make me happier than the concept of the old man, you know, taking out the trash and, you know, const you know, somebody's like, oh yeah. And you know, the consumer comes in and is like, oh, well, you know, is the owner around blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, he's the guy in the parking lot, you know, sweeping yeah. and whatnot. Um, so I can, I can appreciate both of them, you know, right. uh, for me, I found a lot of people trying to self inflate through those, through that name dropping through the oh, 100% the, trying to do exactly what you're saying. And, and I don't need or want to be I think part of that. I think know? there's
0: a, a time and place. I mm-hmm. think if you're talking with somebody and you factually know uh, somebody, a mutual acquaintance, it's appropriate to drop that name.
1: Hunter, yeah, totally
0: in the right c- circumstance. Mm-hmm. But if you're just dropping names to drop names, oh, I know so-and-so and so-and-so. Like, oh, yeah, I, I've I, met with Elon Musk before and blah, 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 this. Does Elon Musk even know who you are? Right. Like, right. let's let's talk about that.
1: Right. And and I think that there's <laughs> so many interesting people. And, you know, you might be one of these people listening to us right now. I want you to, to look into yourself and go, hey, does that relationship bring value to your talking points? Or should you build up something else within yourself? Yeah. And that's really the core of the concept I was sharing about not having to introduce myself is that it became very important to me to air quotes, make it right. I saw a lot of people out there who kind of came up off the ground at the same time. And they, they went out into the world and said, Hey, look how great I am. Look how great I am. And I was going, what have you done to be worthy of that praise that you are self- Giving at this point and wanting other people to return to you right and i was like no i'm gonna do some stuff you know what i mean yeah i'm gonna do some stuff and i'm going to let uh you know let my pocketbook let my 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 internet presence let the you know the the goods of what we create speak for us well right?
0: and i and i well, a lesson that I learned in networking early on was I was attending a seminar, so I'm not even going to say the guy's name. One, I don't remember who was speaking. Okay. Two, even if I did, I don't have a personal relationship with him, so, sure. so it would be a name drop. Yep. But he was up on stage talking about networking, and he pointed out something that just blew my mind. You can go up to anybody and name drop all the names in the world. Maybe you did go to the seminar. Maybe you maybe you did have a luncheon with this person as a group function. Yeah. Maybe all these things happened. But guess what if you if you're name dropping them and using them, you better have a close enough relationship that the person you name drop to yep can go back and validate those credentials. Yes. Cuz they're going to. Yeah. If you're talking about doing business and you're like, "Oh yeah, I've I've worked with this person, this person, this person." Well, the person you're offering that business to, is likely going to use your references and your name drops to get opinions. Sure. If they call all those people, I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is. Right. You were a name dropper and you've lost all credibility. Sure.
1: Uh, and I, I think that there is a, I think it's interesting is the the bell curve, I would argue, loves the name drop. They love associations. They love to say that this person is related to this and has this knowledge sake. And I'll be honest with you, I had a couple great opportunities early on where I met individuals from within our, uh, from within our market that my loose association with them created buy-in for our average consumer from our business. And yeah. I, I thought to myself, like really I felt like I had impositioned, uh, X, Y, and Z established individual, um, by pursuing a relationship with them. You know what I mean? They didn't care. They didn't give a flying fig about me as a startup business, yeah. you know? But I reached out to them. I said, "You know, thanks for the the coverage in the magazine. You know, come I'll send you a shirt." It was a very one-sided relationship. Now, they did do positive stuff for us, yeah. right? Got got some coverage in a magazine, got a, you know, got a shout out here or there, had lunch with so and so on a personal level. You know, those types of things, but they're not going to count me in the their 10 closest people they're probably not even gonna count me in their 50 closest people
0: i've got the best example of why name dropping is stupid okay i'm related to bon jovi john bon jovi the singer (laughs) that is a a
1: concert are we good can we are we we got backstage exactly we can't right
0: that is a as a prime example of a name drop there is factual validity you can go back and look my late grandmother is his aunt sure that means nothing to Leads me on a personal level. Right. I have never met the guy. I, I, yeah, his music's good. I've never been to one of his shows. Yeah. I, I have none of that.
1: John Bo- Bon Jovi doesn't know you exist.
0: Doesn't even know I exist. No. As a kid, we used to get his signatures on his latest albums and stuff like that. Sure. But that was because of my grandmother. It had yeah. nothing to do with Bon Jovi. Yeah. I have, don't. He would have never even known who I was. Sure. Yeah. And I, that's that's the point of a, a name drop is if you're using an association that you have but right. the other person has no idea who you are it doesn't make sense. Sure.
1: And that's why it's, it's critical when approaching uh, opportunity to network that you are true to yourself. Uh, you are authentic in what you bring to the table. If it is, um, if you're, if you're sh- putting your goals and your dreams out there, you know, kind of share that say, Hey, this is what I'm working towards. Yeah. Right. Um, people who are also established, successful business people, uh, social, you know, social development individuals, they'll get it, right? Yeah. They'll get it. And they'll say, you know what? I see you. Whereas if you come in superficial, you're speed dating, you're looking over somebody's shoulder. Um, you know, that is not an appropriate way to establish a solid and quality network to create those lasting relationships. And I've, you know, been doing it for years and years and years at this point And, and, uh, I can, I feel pretty confidently you can pick out of the crowd, you know, the level of interaction and who's going to last in their business or their social pursuit and who's going to kind of, um, you know, be the flash in the pan, flash in the pan, burn out quickly. And I'm, I'm blown away. I can, I can think of quite a few business individuals, uh, that, you know, that I've crossed paths with, we do similar enough things where, they're shouting from the rooftops about how great their brand is and how great their business yeah. is. Um, and, you know, they're trying to rub elbows with the event organizer or, or whoever's sponsoring X, Y, and Z activity. And then I can also think of a handful of people who are just kind of reserved and resolute yep. and kind of at the same event, but creating more authentic relationships. And I got to be honest, those folks who are doing that are the ones who are still in business. They're still building their brands. They're still uh, developing positively themselves. Versus the folks who were, you know, shouting from the shouting from the rooftops. I don't know where they're at today. You right. know, I oftentimes think of some of these folks that I their image is burnt in my brain. Image or name, and I'm like, man, I wonder what they're doing these days. Yeah, <laughs> you
0: know, because they had that big flash. It stood out.
1: Big flash. It stood out, and they did what they wanted to do in that moment, but it was not sustainable. Right. Right. And that is ultimately. Uh, should equally be a goal for you uh, our listeners in this process is how do you make this interaction sustainable right and it is again being authentic taking notes investing in that person you're talking about you know something unique about them um and then recognizing not just how they can benefit you but how can you benefit them in their pursuit And yeah. it could be like you had mentioned you know you're not any you don't have any knowledge of a, you know the foot loop loop foot loop the loop pedal loop pedal but hey these two parties can help sort Absolutely. that out um or my conversation this morning about hey this businessman is a really good you know individual to learn from you know play it cool and and you know approach it appropriately and, and maybe he'll teach you a thing or two yeah Um a lot of value in a great subject today um i enjoy talking about it and as i have mentioned it's, it's a good resurgence because, for me, it's important that we continue to do that professionally well, uh, within our approach.
0: And the best part about networking is the more you do it, the more it just becomes natural. Sure. It becomes a part of your personality to just remember those little details about people and ask about them the next time you see them.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the, the last little piece for me as I kind of just move through the motions of what I find to be my own personal challenges um, because I don't find myself as frustrated by the individuals anymore because I'm confident in what I bring to the table um, and so whether we have a trivial interaction or not ha- is I'm completely unaffected by it at this point right right um, for me and maybe our listeners uh, at home would be in a more rural environment we're limited right so the challenge is what do I get involved in because our options are just, less than what they are in more socially dense environments Um, and then how do i prioritize the time
0: Uh, i'm going to give you one other thing in this that situation where that guy's looking over your shoulder for the next guy be the guy that introduces them what do you mean be the guy that introduces them when they're looking over your shoulder at the other guy i don't care if you know the other guy be the guy that introduces them yeah Walk them over. Hey, I see you're looking over at so-and-so. Here, come here, let's introduce you. Yeah. That guy may not know who you are, but that introduction, the guy that you introduced, he's gonna remember you now. Sure.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Well, it was a good subject. Um, folks, listening at home, you know, there's a lot that you can take from that. Let us know how it how it has benefited you, networking uh, has benefited you, or has been problematic, and what are some things that you want to improve upon? We'd love to to hear from you. You can email Jeffrey directly at jeffc at sfj4x4.com. And, you know, let us know how we're doing and whether this subject matter, you know, made a difference for you or something you would like us to talk about further in the future. We're going to take a brief moment and we'll be back with the quote of the week.
0: And this is my world now. My golden rule of networking is simple. Don't keep score. Hmm. And that's Harvey McKay, who is an American author, uh, award-winning books like Swim with the Sharks Without Being Eaten Alive and Beware the Naked Man Who Offers You His Shirt.
1: Oh, those sound fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I've never heard of those books until today. I'm going to get these books
1: now. Yeah, they got my attention.'s <laughs> it got, got my attention, Harvey. Those
0: That's, are two of his top-selling books, uh, New York bestsellers.
1: Wow. And huh. I've
0: never heard of them. Yeah, but I, I, I want to read them now.
1: I, I, I hope that this program is introduced you something. Maybe you, maybe you've heard of Harvey, and, and maybe we're you' just, tell us more about living him. in a corner, you know, under a rock. Yeah, what a, what a fun quote, you know, don't keep score. You know, like that is beneficial. be authentic uh you know make those connections yep. and and don't be like oh hey how many times you know have you helped me uh, just just be there to help build everyone up including yourself in the process absolutely very cool topic today thank you jeffrey for that suggestion folks i hope you found benefit in it we'd love to hear from you we'd love to know how this program is making a difference for you and obviously Uh, It definitely benefits us because we take these concepts, we expand upon them, we introduce them into our workplace and we hope that that would be something you're doing as well. With that said, we've got a lot of work to do. Make sure that you get out there and get hungry.
0: And stay hungry. The American dream is not dead. We want to help you along the way. With over 40 years of combined leadership experience, we want to help you succeed share your stories, ask us questions, and believe in the American dream. Through Heart and Hustle, we will show you the path of success and hopefully have a little fun along the way. You can email us at jeffc at sfj4x4.com or text us at 440-855-2100. Until next time, lead with your heart and keep hustling.